Welcome, everyone, to the Thursday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler Crawley, and it is Thursday. So that means we have to talk about mortgage demand, which, not surprising, was down for the week. But there's also some interesting data in there with regards to arms, how much mortgage rates are up, and purchase demand dropping. So we're going to get to all of that, but we got to start with the big report from the National Association of Realtors that is pending home sales, which fell for the fifth month in a row. I had to look at my notes. I I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Fifth month in a row, but it didn't fall as much as expected. So is that good or bad? I don't know. Kind of half a dozen to one, six of the other, right? Is that, or six of one and half a dozen of the other? So the pending home sales index fell 1.2% to an index of 103.7. And just so you know, an index of 100 is equal to the level of contract activity that we saw in 2001, which was a pretty baseline year. So we're still above that. Things are still good, but that number has fallen. And no one is expecting this number to jump anytime soon. Transactions sank 8.2% when compared to the same time one year ago. And as I mentioned, economists had projected a bigger drop of 1.6%. So even though it's down, not as much as the market was expecting. Now, what do we expect? The South to be kicking ass and taking names. I can say that. There's no FCC here on the podcast. I can say ass. That is allowed. The South continues to lead all regions by far, even with a 0.9% decrease month over month. They now have an index. The pending home sales index in the South is 125.8, which is down almost 10%, 9.5% from the same time one year ago. But no one's even close. The closest region is the Midwest, it fell 6.1% to 94.7. So no one else is even close to being in triple digits. And also remember, 100 is the kind of baseline where you wanna be. So every other region is below that 100 baseline. The Midwest is at 94.7. The West is at 89.8. And the Northeast is dead last at 89.3, but they actually had 4% month over month growth. The only region with growth, it's getting warmer in the Northeast. People can finally build again, (laughs) or I should say, yeah, building's happening there, but also it's so cold in the Northeast in the winter that like home buying, just no one's driving around looking at homes, (laughs) even in in this hot housing market. And so as things start to warm up, you are going to see a little bit of an increase, but Northeast was so far back even with the 4% increase, they're still dead last. However, the West is is uh, is falling. And so we will see, is it gonna be the West or the Northeast that is last in April? Lawrence Young, the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, said rising rates are doing their job to slow down the market. Saying in a statement, quote, the falling contract signings are implying that multiple offers will soon dissipate and be replaced by much calmer and normalized market conditions. As it stands, the sudden large gains in mortgage rates have reduced the pool of eligible home buyers, and that has consequently lowered buying activity. Of course, inventory is also an issue. 
But what's fascinating to me is that I like that Lawrence Young pointed out that what's going to happen is we're going to see a more normalized market. And that's still going to get reported in the press as like things are down. <laughs> so it's we're still going to be pretty close to a normal market. And it's going to be like, oh, my God, the housing market is collapsing. Now, here is something that surprised me for the first time in a few months. The pending home sales data was pretty accurate what the economist thought was going to happen. And it deviated from the Zonda pending new home sales index, which has been much closer to this data than what economists had projected. The Zonda pending new home sales index was down 6% month over month. And I thought, hey, maybe we're going to see a 5% drop. We didn't even get to 1.6, 1.2. So I'll admit I was wrong. I'll be my own ombudsman and point out I was wrong the last podcast when I thought it would drop by 5%. So here's what's fascinating. Despite the jump in rates, this five-month slump has really been more about the anemic inventory levels than a slowdown in home buying because of affordability issues. I mean, rates, yes, they've been rising, but they really took off the last couple months. So this five-month slump is really more, and has more to do with inventory. And it will be interesting to see what happens as inventory levels start to rise. And we will see not just a decrease in bidding wars, but could we also see a reduction in prices? Because remember, home prices are appreciating at about a 20% annual clip. But if you look at most projections, they are saying about a 10 to 15% year-over-year increase. And so, sure, these predictions have not been pretty accurate, but it does feel as if things are going to slow down somewhat quickly. And then we could see towards the end of the year or maybe the beginning of next year, a pullback in prices is what I'm wondering. Now, with normalized inventory levels and possible 6% rates, this does seem very possible. All right. It, it, it seems like very likely that towards the end of next year or excuse me, the end of this year in the beginning of next year, we could finally see not a slowdown, but an actual pullback in prices we will see all right let's get to the big report since we are markets and mortgages this mortgage report this weekly mortgage report always a big deal here on the podcast and not surprisingly mortgage demand fell for the seventh week in a row with an 8.3 percent drop in total demand so it's not only just falling week to week but we're seeing close to i think five percent last week and now 8.3 percent this week and the refi index, of course, continues to fall down 7% week over week, now down 71% year over year. But th- we expect that. I mean, when rates are jumping the way that they are, but what's fascinating is the purchase index, 8% drop week over week, now down 17% from one year ago. And the refinance share of mortgage activity has fallen to now just 35% of total applications, down from 35.7% the previous week. And what was the high? The high was during the pandemic, I got to like almost 80% of mortgage activity. Now it's down to just 35%. But this, of course, is because of what's happening with mortgage rates. And mortgage rates showed zero sign of slowing. Both categories, 30-year fix, 15-year fix. The 30-year fix was up 17 basis points. Now remember, 
the Mortgage Bankers Association report is from last week. So 17 basis point rise to 5.37%, which is now a whopping 230 basis points higher than the same time one year ago. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. Wow. Like, what other word do you do? 100? And it was crazy is only, and purchases are only down 17%. And I know 17% is a big number, but 230 basis points? I mean, we're talking about a 100% increase in rate. And purchases are only down 17%, which to me is kind of amazing in itself. Uh, as I mentioned, the 15-year fix saw an even bigger week-over-week week jump, 24 basis points to 4.68%. This is up 182 basis points. So year-over-year, year, it's still nowhere near the 30. But man, week-over-week, week, these numbers are just these big, big jumps. Now, as rates rise, adjustable rate mortgages are starting to appeal to some home buyers, hoping they can maybe get a lower rate and then in the future, rates will fall, which is one of the reasons why an arm makes sense. Now, the arm share of activity increased to 9.3%. That is kind of big jump from 8.5% last week and is more than double what we saw the same time last year when it was at 3.5%. And Joel Kahn, the Mortgage Bankers Association Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting, noted the growth in arm activity saying, quote, in a period of high home price growth and rapidly increasing mortgage rates, borrowers continue to mitigate higher monthly payments by applying for arm loans. Now, the arm share of applications last week was over 9% by loan count and 17% based on dollar volume. So big jump. At 9%, the arm share was double what it was three months ago. So, I mean, yeah, it was a big jump from year over year, but just three months ago, it is now doubled. Khan also noted it also coincides with a 1.5 percentage point increase in the 30-year fixed rate. So, I mean, that's just, that's what's so nuts about this increase in mortgage rates. I mean, sure, the year over year is, is kind of mind-boggling, but 150 basis points in three months? <laughs> I mean, that's... that's uh, that's pretty crazy. And that's why you're seeing some panic in the markets. All right, we got to go. Uh, oh, what's happening later today? Well, it is Thursday. So we got jobless claims at 830 as always. And then mortgage rates from Freddie Mac. I can't even imagine what those numbers are going to be because they seem to be outpacing what we're seeing from the Mortgage Bankers Association year over year. I mean, what is it? It could be 250 basis points. Another prediction here on the pod. We'll see if it comes true when we talk about it tomorrow. But we're also getting a big number. The first look at the Q1 GDP number. And remember last year we saw record growth, growth we haven't seen in decades. I think it was close to 7%. Now we're looking at 1.1% is the latest projection from Economist. I've seen some that was zero. Some saying 0% growth because of what's happening with inflation. It's, you know, people are still buying things, but it's just cut off any increase that we would be seeing, higher wages, everything else. So we'll see. We will see. 1.1% is the prediction. But like I said, I've seen some argue it could be zero. 
<laughs> Let's hope that's not true. You don't want to see 0% growth, okay? That is not good. And not good. We got to end the podcast. I know we could go longer. We could, but we got to go. You guys enjoy your Thursday. We'll see you back here tomorrow for always the best edition of the pod, the Friday pod. We'll be here. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Wait.